what is up? I am super excited for this one. Um, bringing to you uh, my man, Silent Mike, Mike Farr. The man, the myth, the legend. A lot of legend, a lot of myth, a lot of man. But he's just a, just a straight up just cool cap. Um, dude, we got to chat about everything from, you know, a little bit of uh, the, the, the old school Super Training days to his his new ventures and stuff with, um, with Omar to just hooping um, to, you know, our love for shoes, um, his link up with Reebok, how we love dancing. Man, we talked about a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of people and just, you know, Mike's, Mike's one of the people out there that's really get it. He's a, he's a huge influencer in the fitness world and the powerlifting world and just in the lifting world in general. And just honestly, one of the coolest dudes, man. Like from day one, dude, he's just been a bit of a super cool cat, man. So I, I was really excited, man, when when you know when he allowed me to to kind of chat it up with him and everything. So I think you guys will really like this one. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. This is the corner of the circle. Yeah, we're on it. We're on it. We're live. We're live. We're living it. All right, man. Listen, I. You know what? There's. I don't even know how to. You know, how to intro this dude. Other than, I mean, it is what it is. Everyone knows Silent Mike. Um, freaking. You know, he's stylish. You know what I mean? He's got dance moves. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm assuming he was. A, you know what I mean? He, he does it all, man. I I appreciate you being on. It, it really does mean a lot. Um. Very seldom can I get somebody that, that's twice as busy as I am to, to sit still long enough to, to chop it up with me. So I, I do really appreciate this, man. How you doing? Good, buddy. How you doing? I'm straight. Like I said, just living this life, you know, trying to pretend like I don't have a reason. I don't have a reason to complain, but I just complain for practice. Um, So, man, honestly, like I said, like I was telling you earlier, people just, you know, they want to know, you know, your story. You know, not necessarily the, you know, the, the... The social media dude, not the social media guru, but you know they just want to know, like you know, like me, I just want to know what's going on. Like, I mean, what's my reason to fanboy? That's my, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. my thing. But yeah, man, like, you kind of give me a little bit of your um your background, like you know, like where you're from, all that good stuff. And I mean, I'm sure it'll just kind of fly from there. Yeah, man. Uh, basically, uh, grew up in Sacramento, California. Still here now. Um, big basketball guy. Yeah, uh, that's that's where you and I chat all the time. Oh yeah, and sneakers and all that. That's just a little bit of the culture I grew up in. Right. Um, that's kind of why I love basketball. It's like oh, yeah. other sports kind of have a culture, but not really. Like they really don't. Kind of, but it's so separate. You know? Yeah. Where ba basketball, it's it's, it's written. You, you oh yeah, it's kind of like you buy, yeah, you buy Jordans. That's you, it. You got to look good. You buy Jordans or Iversons, one of the two. Dude, Iversons were my first pair of like expensive sneakers. I remember third grade. My dad finally was like, "All right, you can spend a hundred bucks on some sneakers." I'm like, Jeez. Maybe fourth grade. Maybe fourth grade. My uh, I'm trying to my first ones. Like I was, I was that kid. Like I practiced in Iversons, but I played in Jordans. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, like because I mean, at the, you know, I'm older, so like back in the day, like the I don't the only colorways they only had Iversons in a couple of colorways when they first came yeah. out. You know what I mean? So, um. I didn't. I never really wanted to mess them up, but that was the. That was the, honestly. That was the first shoe that I ever 
I've ever doubled up on. Like I had a pair that I wore in school and I had a pair that I practiced in. You know, but like, Jordan's uh, uh, questions. Yeah. yeah that guy. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I, 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 I never really got into the answers. I, I had tried the very first answers. Like I, I, that's what I played in. Oh, you played in the answers? Yeah, I, I love first. the, I love the questions, Matt. Dude, this is so crazy, my boy. This is how I'm telling you how, like how I can. I don't even think we were ghetto. I just think we were just like <laughs> we were like this low key, just like we was just hood about it. When my boy got married, he, all of us grooms and everybody, they, everyone wore wore answers. I mean, they wore, yeah, we all wore dope. questions. You yeah, know what I mean? Dope. Like touched up with with the with the with the Reeboks on. I I forgot about that till <laughs> yeah, man. Freaking, and that was when they came out with like it was like the all white joints. They were all white, the all white oh, yeah. lows. I'll never. Woo, I think I saw yeah, those at the crib somewhere. You can argue whatever you want about Iverson and where he ranks in the history of the NBA, but in terms of his impact on culture and NBA, oh. he's got to be top top three. I honestly, to be one hundred with you, man and man, I feel like I would rank him number one. Like yeah, I, I was gonna say him or Jordan. Yeah, like I mean, just in terms of just if you look at if if you get the modern day player now, Iverson honestly broke the mold and kind of opened up the door for tattoos. Yeah, he was super tatted up. I mean, you saw a few people braided up, but you didn't see as many people like locked down and braided up till after Iverson came. The sleeve, no one sleeved up until after Iverson. You know what you I know mean? Why he sleeved up? No. So he has a tattoo that said, uh, fuck the world. Oh, word. And it had a knife through it. And when he played on TV, they made him wear that sleeve. I, you know what? And this is, this is going to sound real ill, man, because I, I sound real stupid. He's my absolute favorite player that has ever yeah. played the league, and I never knew that. Yeah. I knew, he was, I knew it was because of his tat, but I didn't know because of that specific tat. I just thought because he had too many tattoos. Yeah, I think it's because it had the f bomb on there, and then uh, and then now, yeah, everybody's still wearing sleeves now. Like, oh, word, no yeah, to wear a sleeve. I played basketball fifteen years. That sleeve does nothing for you. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> I, I I tried once. I remember when when um when Kobe for a while there. I was did it for a little bit too. When when they uh like I think Kobe had separated uh separated and or broken his finger, and he put the the finger brace on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like he got rid of the finger brace, and so he had started putting like the the finger warmer on. I tried yeah, yeah. that dude. That does not. That just for me. That's just like that. Just solidified the fact like these dudes' shots are just that wet. because yeah. that actually hurt my shot. I couldn't put a. I couldn't put backspin on it. I couldn't do anything. Like yeah, I saw KG did the same thing. It's like the almost like a sweatband. Yeah, around the fingers, it. man. Like I, <laughs> like for me, that was always like I never really got down with a lot of like I love Jordan. Like Jordan, I mean, when Jordan played, you know. Jordan was my dude. You know what I mean? Like, I love Jordan, but I loved him, I think, more for his shoes than anything. But then when Iverson played, like, I, I identified more with Iverson than I did Jordan just because, like, oh, that's a little dude that's got to make – he's got to make his way. You know what I mean? And he played so hard. And that's, like – I felt like that's how I played. I played hard. I mean, because I was always the shortest cat on the court. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like I always had to kind of be a bulldog. And I just felt like Iverson was just that cat. I mean, in – I mean, if you can't, you know, obviously, if you can't out-jump them, if you can't jump over them, you can cross them over. You know what I mean? So yeah. that was always my thing. Like, yo, I'm going to catch you. I'll catch you. Just, you know, but I just never, I, I mean, I, I, I like Jordan. Like, I really like Jordan, but I just, I mean, I like I like the style that he brought to the game, you know, and I like, you know, the fact he was, like, easily the best player that ever stepped on the court. But then, like, but when he played Iverson, I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. You know what I mean? That's and then nasty. when Kobe got in the game, I was like, oh, shit. This dude is he's he's just as dope as Jordan. I didn't really yeah. rock with the I didn't rock with the OG Kobe Fro, 
but I rock with Kobe. I like I you know, and I just thought, dude, that's this kid speaks Italian and he's you know he's fluent in you know more than like three languages and yeah. like he seemed like he just he just knew his stuff and he was like for aside from KG he was the only cat that I had seen in a minute that came you know out of high school ready to play in the NBA. Yeah, like, that's be one hundred. That's a weird time. Like, because so many guys would come in the league out of high school and like man, probably seventy percent of them flopped out. Yeah, man. So I just. I was really, I mean, I, I I like I rocked with Kobe early, but I just like I said, it was like one of those things where like, are you trying to be like Jordan? And it wasn't that he was yeah. trying to be like Jordan. It was just like their swag was so similar. They walked the same. Their yeah. shot is almost the same. Like I mean, built the same. He's yeah, six, so I'm like, two, he, ten, whatever. Yeah, you know, and they had that same that same killer, you know, that killer instinct, you know. But I mean, at the end of the day, like Kobe was always like like low key vilified. I'm like, I don't understand. This dude is the exact same as Jordan yeah. is. It's just that Jordan came first. So I don't know. That's I mean, even of course, now though, you know, everyone's talking best on LeBron, and who cares if he's better or not? Like he's still so legit. But yeah, the argument doesn't matter. Well, here's my thing, and and you know, we were saying this, and just now I'm just I'm just now starting to hear people talk about it, Mike, and this is crazy. But they're saying now, like if if LeBron had come before Jordan, there would be no argument that he's the best player that ever lived. Which is yeah, potentially. I. But like, and honestly, this is that was something my dad had been saying. He said that what three, four years ago. If he goes, if if LeBron had come before Jordan, and mind you, my dad is like a Jordan, Jordan to the death type cat. He's like, if Jordan had come after LeBron, he goes, we wouldn't even be having this conversation whether or not LeBron was the best player that ever lived. Yeah, and I I'm think like, you say that for a, a couple guys, you know, like what if Shaq was around in the seventies? Then like Will Chamberlain would be, you know, it's made. Yeah, like the one would be whatever. Even even Jordan could have been knocked out. Just because Shaq would have been so ahead of his time. Oh my! Well, dude, if 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 Shaq would have played, hell, Shaq would have played in the seventies. I mean, who knows? I mean, what he what he played for the Magic. Magic would have been the old school Celtics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, had they existed, had they existed. But yeah, like I don't. I mean, there's a lot of guys that that I feel like you know that that obviously they won't get their just due because Jordan played, which isn't a knock on Jordan. You know what I mean? It's not a knock on those guys. That Jordan was just he was just you know ahead of his time, you know, my, I'd always argued that like, you know what, I feel like, you know, Jordan was a great player. Had he played, you know, in the era with Dr. J, I think that I honestly feel like Dr. J was that dude. Dr. J was that dude until Jordan came around. You know what I mean? Like there's, he had a big impact on the league too. He really did. And I forget, I forget old boys. Now I can't believe I'm forgetting these names right now, but I was, uh, I was watching this special on him. Like he was actually the first NBA player to actually get, the shoe contract. I think he had a five thousand dollars shoe contract with Puma. That's What's wild. his name? And he was like hella stylish. He always walked around with the fur coats. I can't believe I can't remember. I, I, I'll it probably come to me before. Not Will Chamberlain. No, it wasn't Will. I forget the dude's name. I don't know who had a Puma. I, I think I, Vince Carter had a Puma contract for a Vince year. Vince had a Puma. He had <laughs> Fila. He had a Fila contract. Yeah. yeah Grant um, Hill put Fila. Fila. Hey, Grant Hill. Grant, Grant Hill, Hill never got injured. He could have been Kobe. Dude. He oh, easily. He Grant. Grant Hill was Grant that Robert. dude. Grant Hill was that dude. There was, there's been so many. The, you know, and honestly, the the guy that um, me and my man Rome, he actually played, he hooped uh, here at the university here. He um, we'd always talk about Baron Davis. Like Baron Davis, kind of, he just kind of like just disappeared. You know what I mean? He had about and, two two seasons where he was untouchable. He wasn't. That yeah, he era, was that dude. This so. era, yeah, this era of basketball is what I watched like every, literally every single game ever. Like, because all the point guards were ruling the league. You had, like, Steve Francis, Baron Francis, Davis, Allen Davis. Iverson. So fun to watch. 
and now and now I mean there's a few, but it's just you know, I, I mean it's hard for me to even watch the NBA now, man. I watch a little bit, yeah, but I, but I think you know I think I might start watching it, you know, like in a couple years. I just feel like a lot of these rookies, you know, I feel like a lot of these rookies are going to be like legit, but it's just kind of well, like. I mean, I, I pretty much at this point, it's 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 pretty much NCAA all day. Like I'll watch any any college basketball game because you just never know because they're still they still have that hunger, you know. Or when it comes to playoff basketball, then I'll, I'll playoff, be in there. Man. But but I mean, aside from that, I'm like, you know, you get to the last. I mean, I, and I, of course, I live in Spurs country, so everybody's like, you know, all about the yeah. Spurs. I absolutely hate the Spurs. I'm a Mavs fan. So I'm I like the Mavs like, a lot. I was a big Jason Kidd fan. Yeah, I was too. And then yeah. he, I don't even know, like. I feel like Jason Kidd was like a modern day Isaiah Thomas, man. Like he was that dude for a minute, and then all of a sudden he just kind of, just kind of just yeah. started shitting on people, and <laughs> then people were like, I hate that guy. So it yeah, is yeah. what it is, man. But um, so you um you hooped all through school and everything, and 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 like when did when did like uh when did the weights and all that stuff when did all the fitness when did the fitness life start hitting you? Uh, hit me lightly when I was uh youngish because I was so short. Like I was I was probably. Five eight or five nine and one sixty in eighth grade, and right now I'm maybe maybe I'm five nine two hundred now, you know. So I haven't grown all that much, right? Uh, and so I knew I had to be faster. I knew I had to be stronger. I knew I knew that every point guard was six three, you know, yep. at, at, D, at the D one level. So if I wanted to play there, I had to get real. Uh, luckily, I had super supportive mom and dad. My dad was really into sports. He coached yeah. basketball and stuff, so he got me a strength coach. Um, so I started training a little bit then. But I, I didn't like like it. I just knew I had to do it to become better about yeah, it. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, uh, it wasn't until I played a little bit of junior college basketball. I was going to go walk on at a couple schools. Right. Uh, I ended up dropping out of school. Uh, just hated it so much. College just wasn't for me. Right. And that's what that's kind of when I found the weight room because I had nothing else to do. I was like, all right, well, I'm either going to go play. Uh, the ABA is still around. Uh, right. You don't get paid much, but I was going to go play in the ABA. Yeah. Thinking about playing overseas. Um, and I was like, all right, well, I might as well stay in shape and, and just in case something comes up. Uh, and that's that's really when I kind of found uh, powerlifting. Probably 2000, I don't know, 2010 maybe? Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, you, so yeah, you, like you had a couple years before I did. That's, I mean, and then you just kind of, I mean, so you've always, you've always been in the SAC area. Yeah, kinda, yeah, kind of always Northern California. Uh, and that's it. I didn't, I didn't really travel much, man. My life was pretty much consumed by basketball. Uh, high school. Um, a little bit of junior college play, and then after that, I was just working out. I started coaching uh, high school basketball as soon as I dropped out of college. Just, oh, shit. Uh, one, one reason to get court time. Uh, yeah. It would give me a good excuse to be in the gym. And two, uh, me and my high school basketball coach had a really good relationship, so I basically okay. just went back and started uh, assistant coaching for him. Oh, that's sick. So, like, yeah, man, I this it's a crazy thing. I was um, the first time, dude, it had, man, I don't know. It had to have been. Six years ago, seven years ago, like that was my first time going to NorCal. Cause like I usually, I usually travel when I'm lifting. And at the time, I I didn't even I wasn't even really into powerlifting. I just I like I just thought I was like going different places to lift, like just yeah, catching yeah. the vibe. And my mom was like, "Dude, go up to like Sacramento. You I think you'll like it out there. Like people people like will chill up there, and it's got a, like a big time lifting scene." I'm like, "What? Really? Like, mind you, I hadn't really traveled a lot. I mean." I at that point I I think I'd gone. It's just weird because I've I've done more international travel in the last like five or six years than I ever had prior. Um, yeah. But but I, before then I had I'd done I've been out of the country more than I had actually had you know been inside the inland forty eight. So well, I was like, oh, man, I'll, you know, uh, you know yeah. huh? Was that because of the idea? No, man. I was in. The, I remember I, I did all like the cheerleading stuff. Like this, 
this is the first full year that I haven't just been full time cheerleading. Gotcha. Um, yeah, before that, man, I'm dude, no joke. I was probably in a different country every, I want to say every 25, 30 days, like different just countries. Cheerleading. No, I was just helping, like, at the, I think over the last, like, seven, eight years, like, there's really been a big push to try to get cheerleading to the Olympics. So, as a, as a result of that, they actually made a, uh, uh, it's like an international cheer union. Um, it pretty much would be like a Olympic subsidiary uh, for cheer uh, in order to be recognized. And so, I think cheer just just now received the last, this last year, they received uh, provisional uh, recognition by the uh, the IOC. So what my job was among, you know, it's like about 100 of us. We would literally travel the world going just to different countries, you know, from third world to, you know, to industrialized, didn't matter. Uh, but if they had any type of cheer program or potential to have cheer, we would, enter, like, we would almost, if, if not introduce it, help them perfect it. Uh, oh, so dope. that, you know, when the time came for them to actually have a, a competition, that these, uh, these guys and girls would actually be ready for the competition. Yeah, and so dope. every year in Orlando, this is actually my first year that I, I that I won't be there. Every year for the last like five or six years in Orlando, they have the uh, the ICU World Championships, and it's pretty much it, it's like like it's like the the cheer Olympics, pretty much. That's and so, right. I mean, I think last year we had hundred and I think 10, 13 countries that came and competed. I mean, it, dude, it's and it's pretty crazy because there's like a parade of flags and. I yeah. mean, each country's announced. I mean, it's it's a really big to do. So that was my job for the longest, man. Like I would literally go from Jamaica to South America, Europe, um, Australia, and just do cheer That's camps dope. and you know help help you know these cheer teams. And then from there, you know, we you get them prepped and ready for the uh, the international cheer uh, competition. And then at the end of uh, April, the uh, very first week of May. Everyone would fly in from all over the world and have this this dope ass competition. Well, like last year, I can use last year for example because last year they actually invited uh, a couple of uh, Olympic committee members to actually check it out and see what it was about. And I mean, rave reviews. And then you know, I want to say probably mm, a month or two afterwards, then you know, we get the news that you know, cheerleading has received its uh, its uh, IOC, you know, uh, I guess provisional recognition, which is. Which is dope. So I mean, I know powerlifting's trying to do the same thing, and, yeah. and so seems like such a battle, like, dude. It's, it's you know because cheerleading. I know how popular it is here yeah. in the states. Uh, that's something, and even powerlifting now. But like, uh, I think it was uh, Chad Wesley Smith put up a fact on Instagram that uh, there's like thirty five thousand uh, curlers yeah. in in America and USA, right? And there's only like what fifteen thousand USAPL members. Yeah. So all they were growing, it's still like so small. Yeah, I mean in. And it's it's crazy because you know in and I think I think what is USA weightlifting I think what they're like at twenty six twenty seven thousand members so there's actually more curlers than our Olympic lifters yeah, so yeah. but we yeah. don't know that because you know all we know is our little bubble so right. yeah man so it, it it tripped me out I mean when when you like get off the plane and you're literally greeted by you know thirty forty people that know nothing like nothing about where you're from they just know you do cheerleading yeah, and then you get it. there and you know, those 30 people end up turning to 300 people. So you ended up doing this just camp in the middle. For me, uh, me and my one of my homegirls, we actually went down to uh, we went down to Colombia. And so we're uh, <laughs> that's my first time going to Bogota, Colombia. And, you know, you think, oh, shit, all I've ever heard about Colombia is, you know, <laughs> the cartel. And, you know, yeah, it's okay. scary. And yeah. So you get there and you're smack dab in the middle of these mountains. I mean, in this green as far as your eye can see, and you're like, you're like, 
there's probably like a cocaine farm around here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But all you're doing is and you look at us just a sea of people and you're teaching them cheer stuff. And yeah, you know, and, and then you come to find out like, wait, all the stuff that I thought, all these pre- preconceived fears that I had about these people are absolutely you know, they're, they're nil. It has nothing to do with that at all. They're actually just chill people. They just, you know, they want to have a good time. So, I mean, I that, that's what I did for the first, I want to say, oh, my God, for all of, from 2000, I want, geez, dude, like from 2007 to, like, last year, almost 10 years, man, that's what I did, dude, yeah. like, just travel the world, that's trying to spread this, spread this cheer life. So, yeah, so when I, when I came home, you know, and I decided, like, you know, I want to actually get into this fitness stuff, not necessarily... I, never, I didn't really think about powerlifting. I just like lifting weights. Um, and I just like going to different spots. But my man put me on, like, go to Sacramento and check it out. And I didn't know anybody. I mean, um, I don't really know about anything, you know, people and, and, and just the scenes at different spots, like maybe 2014, 2015. But, yeah, it was like around 2012 and, and um, 2011, 2012. And then went there, dude, fell in love with the spot. Because where I'm from, I'm from, like, West Texas. Like, there's no trees. It's not green yeah. at all. And so – you know, fast forward to, you know, making it a sack. I'm like, bro, there's nothing but trees here. You know what I mean? Yeah, we used to be called the city of trees. Yeah. Uh, they, just, they just switched it to, like, city of farm to fork or something super lame. For real? But, yeah, I don't know why they did that to us. City of trees is so cool because we are super nice up here. Like It really is. A, talk about preconceived, like, notions. Like, everyone thinks California, like, beach, 80-degree weather, sunny. And yeah. that's nice and dandy, but that's L.A. and San Diego. Yeah. Like, up here, it's, like, trees, mountains, rivers. Uh, Farms. Oh, yeah, all that. Yeah, I love it up here. Yeah, dude, I, I almost, like, LA, like but. I almost ended up going to UC Davis, man, to, to yeah. play football at one point. And I was like, what? Yeah, Davis is nice. Like, bro, this is, like, this is, like, at the house. Like, there's just a bunch of, this is, this is Aggie land. Like, I had yeah. this at the crib. Like, I'm good. Like, I, uh. But yeah, man. So when we, you know, we went up there and then lifted a little bit, just had a good time. I'm like, man, I, I think I'm gonna come back here at one point. And then I didn't come back for another. Shit, it was like three years when I linked up with Caffeine and Kilos dudes and um, went up there and, and grind out. And I think that's when they like send me y'all's numbers and all that stuff to to kind of get a hold of and reach out to you guys. But yeah, I uh, yeah, I really fell in love with, with Northern California, man. I actually prefer it more than Southern California, to be honest with you. Yeah, so I do too. Everyone always talking like. Mike, why aren't you in L.A.? Like, because I'm obviously good friends with Barquan and Barbara Brigade yeah. and stuff. Like, I don't know if I can live in L.A., man. Out, out here, I'm chilling. Like, I work on my laptop. I do yeah. my own routine. And if I want to, like, work or hustle, I'll, I'll travel to L.A. It's only yeah, an hour I can't, flight. I can't. Yeah, I can't do L.A. like that. Can't. I can't either. Like, I, I can't either. It's crazy because, I mean, like, dude, Ryan's one of my best friends. When he lives, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll come kick it. And every time I'm like, ah, you know what, bro, why don't you just come <laughs> down here? Or I'll... I'll find some excuse, man. Like, ah, let's just Skype. Like, we can do the same work. We don't have to be beside each other. I just can't. Yeah. I mean, like, I just, I can't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't hate L.A. I just don't love L.A. Enough. Yeah. To, you know what I mean? Like, I can't. I can do, I think my matches, I can do three days in L.A. And I'm like, all right, I got to go. Okay, I can't. L.A. and Vegas, man, I, they're neck and neck. Like, three days max for me, both at both those spots. I'm like, I got to go. Like. Yeah, L.A.'s got a certain breed of people, I think. That that's what crap, I was about to you know? say, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, good people for sure uh, yeah. trickled in there, but there, there's a certain breed, and I just don't want to hang out with that. Like, I just, I'm not really down. I think what it is with LA is like I feel like there's a certain certain degree of pageantry that comes with being there, and yeah. I'm just that's not my steez at all. I'm like, all right, it's been fun. I got to dip, you know. Like I, yeah. Like I've only like I went. I think I've gone to Barbell Brigade two times in my in my lifetime, and like the 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 people that are there are dope, but then you get those people that come in just to kick it. I'm like, yo. Yeah. Are you trying to lift or you just you just want to get a shot in front of the sign? And That's you know what it. I mean? Like 
I'm, like, I'm just, you know, but again, I'm old school about my thing. Like, bro, if I'm a, if I'm gonna put my body under these conditions and damn near kill myself every time I touch a bar, I, I gotta be, I gotta be in it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I can't. Well, you can do both too, right? Like, you can squat your face off and then you can take the picture afterwards. It's Maybe cool, but if you're just there for the picture. Nah, man. And most people just like I feel like when I, the 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 two times I've gone there, I man, there's been more people that were there for the picture than there for for the grind. And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, well, I tried to get a picture with you, you didn't want to talk, like. My dude, who wants to talk when they're in the middle? I'm like, I'm about to die. But I mean, it is what it is. Like, so yeah, like I, uh, I mean, I rock with LA, but I just, I, I can't, you know, it's a nice place to visit, but not a, not a, not, it's not for me to stay, you know? And it's, it's crazy. Cause like here lately, a majority of the people that I've, I've met in terms of like the, the, the my IG fam or whatever, they all, they're all from like the LA area. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what's up. You know? Yeah. So then I'm trying to find this excuse. Like, all right, listen, I'll come and kick it. <laughs> but I can't come and kick it. Like I, I'm trying to think of a way, but I, I don't know. I mean, let's just come to Texas. It's not easy that way, man. Yeah, Texas is nice too, man. Last year when uh, I was out there with you guys, it was my first time in Texas. Oh, word! Cool. That was the first time. Yeah. yeah, Houston. We were in Houston for a week before that, and then I met you guys in Austin. That's right. Houston was cool. It, was, it felt a little more like businessy. Like it felt a little more like city, which yeah, is fine, man. just not my style either. Yeah, Houston. The H is it's a it's a different breed, man. I don't <laughs> I don't really rock huge. with the H. It's not yeah. like LA. Yeah, dude, it's sprawling, man. Like people, yeah. I think people forget. Like I think people sleep on you. I think Houston has like the, it has the second or, or third largest uh, Asian population in uh, in the United States. I believe it. I and believe uh, it. I was just like, man, like I mean, there's certain parts of Houston. I'm like, oh word, I, like I literally, like yeah, we're gonna go to Chinatown. I'm like we don't got no Chinatown. We're in Texas. Like no, there's a Chinatown. I'm like what? I lived yeah. there my whole life and I didn't know. You know what I mean? So I, uh, it's, I, I just remember looking out my window. Uh, the air, uh, airplane, and they said, like, oh, we'll be landing in, like, whatever, 45 minutes. And I look out my window, and there's houses. Yeah. And there was houses all the way to the city for a 45 minute. I was like, dang, this is the biggest city I've ever seen Bro, in my it's life. it's crawling, man. It's, and it's just all, like, just stimulated from that oil money, man. It's just oil. Yeah. Or people yeah. come from oil, and they ended up staying. And, yeah, it's – it's. I personally don't mess with Houston just because it's – that place is – it's just traffic on traffic, bro. It doesn't yeah. And it doesn't move – I mean, but you know, I mean, and then they're they're about their Rockets and their Texans and their Astros. <laughs> and I don't even I hate all three of those teams, so I'm like I can't even, you know. Right, the Rockets are eating right now, so I'm like God, I can't. I I, I stay away from this team. Yeah, so I. Yeah, what's I wrong with your Mavericks, bro? Nothing. No, man, my Mavericks are trash, man. Like we had 2000, <laughs> we had 2011, and that's it. We we all, we have 2011. We had you know we had a Curry for a little bit, and then you know we have one cat that can dunk. That's it. Is Seth still on the team? I have no idea. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I haven't, I haven't seen him in the lineup in, in forever. But I mean, you know, cats get hurt and they're in and out. I mean, and yeah. the thing is, like, it's I don't necessarily watch a lot of hoops until playoff time. Hell, the Mavericks never in the playoffs. Right. You know what I mean? And then so Dirks, he's he's half on the bench half the time. You know, because you know he's yeah. just older and everything. So I'm like, unless Dirks starting or playing, I don't even care. And for a while there, you know, I was I was rocking real hard with Chandler Parsons because I just thought like that dude was yeah, he's nice. But then I don't know what happened to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like so. Know, he might have got traded. Yeah, he was probably. on the Rockets for a second too. Yeah. Yeah, man. He he just you know he's kind of a he's just kind of a traveling man now. So it's kind of you know it's yeah. it's hard it's hard being a Mavs fan, man, because you just you know the most interesting part of the you know of the team is the owner, you know, and that's yeah. never good when the owner is like the most interesting part of your team. So I mean, but yeah. he's keeping them afloat. But I mean, you know, they're talking about wanting to do it, you know, get a new stadium and all this. I'm like, bro, you got to get dubs first. Right. But here's a crazy thing: if you go to one of those games. I mean, sometimes it's sold out just out of nowhere. It just sells out. I'm like, wait, you're not 
You have a losing record, but you're selling out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Texas doesn't seem much like a basketball place. Like, I know, like, Houston and stuff, there's some hoopers, but, like, it seems like such a football place. Just Dude, Cowboys, there, I, guess, I will be, I will be 100. In this area where we live right now, where I live right now, there's a couple, like, where I'm from, there's, like, two or three, like, you know, little spots for some pretty decent little hoopers in West Texas. But, bro, around this area, around, like, the, the, the Austin, San Antonio area, there's usually a top, it's like a, a, a top a top fifty hooper usually like it's like two or three of them you know like um, yeah. um in this area um do we have shit I'm trying to think there's a high school that puts out at least six a year like six like you know they use like top one hundred like USA Today top one hundred hoopers yeah They're, yeah so it's, it's a little high school in Austin man and I mean they I mean. I put it this way, dude. There, there's such a, a a sports. I don't know how they. I mean, it's 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 a super rich part of Austin, but there's such a sports dominant high school. Um, two years ago, like LeBron, like Nike came in with the the Lamborghini and and, and delivered the the delivered their cleats. LeBron flew in and like hand hand deli- Yeah, like they're just they're just a super dominant. I mean, every other year they're winning. Um, they're winning the state championship or they're winning like they're like a top yeah. three team for the football national championship. Well, now they have dude. these like three families just started churning out these boys. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, there's uh, I think two of the boys are going like to OU. We, uh, we went and watched the high school. Uh, I, I love watching high school uh, uh, playoff basketball. And so there's a, there's a spot like the, the, the high school here. It's, it's such a neutral spot here. Um, in in Texas, that's where everybody plays, and it's a super nice gym. So they came in that year. Well, that was last year. Last year they had, uh, let me see, Ohio. I don't even know the guy's name. Uh, Ohio State's coach was sitting in the. He was sitting in the in the rafters. Um, OU's coach was sitting in the rafters. Texas Tech's coaches in the rafters. Um, oh, one of Kentucky's recruiters was out there. Dude, there was like eight or nine guys just lined up for this one kid. Yeah, and he was a sophomore, dude. He's a sophomore, and he uh, out of uh, I think they're out of uh, the San Antonio area. This kid was so nice, just real smooth. He's kind of light. He's like light in the ass a little bit, but like he just he was just smooth with it. And he ended up they ended up not even paying attention to him because these two kids from Westlake, uh, the the Austin school, dude, they were just killing it. So, and they're two big men. I mean, and, and both of you look at them like they don't look like much, but both the guys were, you know, they're, they were juniors at the time. They were both, I think both like both of them were 6'9", um, and they were just killing it. The one 6'9 kid, he doesn't, doesn't necessarily have a lot of post moves. I'm like, well, why are they looking at this kid? Because, like, as soon as he's got the ball, the coach was kind of, you can tell when a, a coach is like, oh, that's the guy that I'm, I'm checking out. They're all kind of yeah. sitting up, like, you know, getting the notepad out, like kind of peeping them. <laughs> I'm like, why are they even paying attention to this dude? Like, he has no feet. Like, he has no post moves, but that dude had the wettest shot of any big man I've ever seen. He was splashing them from everywhere. That's like, two steps. Game, the two, I mean, you know, in his high school, two steps in front. This is no joke. Two steps in front of the half-court line. Splash. Splash. Yeah, that's a new game. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, so I guess I'm going to pay attention to this dude. And then they have a, another kid that's going to go to – he's going to end up going to OU. And the thing is, like, this, this you know, this, uh, this, part of, uh, this part of Austin, it's all, like, you know, all the – you know the 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 techie guys, man. So it's like all these like these geeky looking white dudes that are playing yeah. on this team. Like, no way, dude. When I this kid that's going to OU, smoothest dude I've ever seen on the court, high school. Really? Like, and you look at him like, 
his posture is kind of bad. He walks real like goofy, and he's yeah. not built like. I mean, he's tall. He's like I think he's like six five, six six. Dude, when I tell you, he will jump over anybody in that gym. Really? Bro. There's a kid on Instagram that keeps popping up on my stuff. A little white kid, he's like five nine, but the kid has insane hands. Oh, I know you're talking about. Like, I think yeah. place for that team, like the blonde kid. Yeah, he looks goofy too. He looks yeah. Like and then he's going nuts. And Dude. first I just saw uh, clips by himself. I was like, that's fine. Like, by myself, I can look really nice too. Uh, but then I saw some in-game clips. Yeah, like, oh, man. Shit. And that's how it is. Like, in the, like I mean, in, in round here, it's still so Texan. You know what I mean? Like, so they played – they had, like, one white – one. they had one black dude on their team. And yeah. I think he's, like, the point guard. And then we, they played – I forget the other team, but they were from, like, the Houston area. All black. That one white boy, and it was like it was like the like the '96 Bulls, like you know exactly what that white that white dude. Yeah. He, dude, there was no he was, rebound or something. He, no, he was all threes. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I swear on everything, I swear on that he didn't he did not miss one free throw. And I think he was like I think we were, I think he he started out like I think he was like 83 percent at three point. Uh, the kid did not. He barely missed. Yeah, so just like, the <laughs> dude, they were just. I mean, it didn't matter where they put. They like, and then they couldn't cover him. He had such a quick release. I'm like, bro, like, seriously. So it was funny because the, the the guys were sitting with um, this guy Jason assists with us. Like, you know, he's he's an ex-hooper, whatever, man. Big, tall, white guy. He's like, yo, get the white boy. Get the white boy. <laughs> like, it was the funniest thing because, like, dude, they couldn't stop him. Well, you pretty much have an all-white team playing an all-black team. And I'm telling you, I, me personally, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to end because, like, <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Because, like, Obviously, like the black dudes, they weren't necessarily playing with any type of like game plan. They were just going one on one. They literally yeah, yeah. was like ISO. Everything was ISO, ISO. And like they got up to like I think they were up like by fifteen at one point. And it was like I don't know. Halftime came around, and it was like, dude, my the 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 guy that the guy Roman that that, that played ball with uh, at Texas State or whatever. He's like, bro, watch these white boys. They're so it's cold. Adjustments. Adjustments. He's like, I'm like, what? He goes, just watch these white boys, man. They're cold. Like, For real? He goes, just watch. I'm like, all right. So we're sitting there, and it was like it was a whole new team. I'm talking. There was everything was ISO. Like, and if it wasn't ISO, they were literally just they were like taking it, taking it off the screen three, off the screen. They, they ended up winning by like thirty. Dang. And the kid from OU, the goofy dude I was telling you about, I dude, he posted around like four guys at one time. I'm like, dude, this is. This kid is nasty. Like it was, I was like, it was like a one on one and a fast break. And it's so weird because I mean, even though the, the the court is damn near the same, like a high school court looks like it's so much smaller. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so he gets his fast break. I'm like, first of all, this kid doesn't have but maybe five steps before like the court's over with. <laughs> all that dude needed was one. His first step is so quick. Black kid stands in front of him. I'm like, oh, this is about to be nice. <laughs> the kid. Kid jumps and he just keeps going and going and going. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe a step, maybe a step like in front of the free throw line. Maybe I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a step in front of the free throw line. He just keeps raising, 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 raising. At one point, he starts leaning. I'm like, this dude's about to <laughs> lean. That's all I remember saying. He leaned on that dude so hard. That's like the wild. gym. I got up, ran around in my little circle, sat back down. I'm like this dude. Yeah, man. So we. We have some hoopers here. It's just, you know, like, obviously it's not like, you know, Ohio and, and it's not like the Midwest. Yeah. You know, like, or in Cali, like, I've, I've noticed here lately, Cali's been, like, spitting out a bunch of just 
bunch of like really nice dudes, man. Yeah, so that, I think just because like we have good football players too. Yeah, it's not as much, but it's more like uh, I don't know. But we have baseball as well. I think yeah. we have a decent mix. Because California is just so big and so different. True. And not that Texas is a big, but Texas has such a culture of like wrestling or football, football. or even powerlifting. Yeah, like, it's got cool. such just like a hard work culture. Well, you right. have to now, like, people, like, you know, I think now it's almost, you know, I think my generation, was, my my uh, my class in high school was, like, that first class that you couldn't play football unless you powerlifted. You had to. You had to do both. Like, yeah, you didn't yeah. have a question. And now it's just pretty much a, a given. I mean, and obviously with the growth of the sport, that's dope. But, you know, it's one of those things now it's like, well, you know, now you're getting these high school kids that are reaching out, like, hey, can you do my programming? I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what cool. about your coach? Our coach did all ours, and it was on a chalkboard. Like here, do this. Yeah, you know what I mean. And but like now, I'm 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 starting to get a lot of high school kids that are reaching out, especially from my old high school. It's crazy. Uh, a lot of them like are, are reaching out, you know, asking about programming and everything. I'm like, well, you might want to check with your coach because I don't know how that I don't know how that right. works. Because I guarantee, you step on you, toes. yeah, like it, I guarantee you, if if I'd have done that during football season, you know, I uh, you know, my dad was all American and you know, college all American everything, but even my dad during Football season, during all day, all during the summer, we would train, 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 train. Cool, but as soon as football season came, hands off. He sat in the stands and say a word. So yeah. I'm like, man, you know, you might want to talk to your coach, man, because like normally, you know, especially now, the the powerlifting coach is usually the strength and conditioning coach, who's usually the defensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, nah, bro. I think you might want to talk to your coach or have your coach contact me. And if that's the thing that he's interested in, you know, me doing for you, then then by all means, let me know. But like, you know, like it's, I don't know, man. So as far as like, man, I just keep talking. I don't, it's not about me. It's about you right now. Um, so like, so you got a lot of projects, man, going on. Like, you seem like you always. So like, I mean, I know you, and your man Omar, that like, y'all was podcast businesses and like, how did how did you guys link up? Uh, a lot of the, the people that I met, uh, it was cool cause I did a lot of marketing and like outreach for slingshot. Right. Uh, and that's kind of how I met everybody, which was cool. Right. Like Mark, Mark had a huge history in powerlifting. Right. Uh, but he wasn't so like on the YouTube or podcast no, or anything right. at the time. And so that's kind of where I fit in. I just was like fans of it all. Cause I tried to learn everything I could. Sure. And, well, how do you learn? You just start reading everybody's stuff, you know? Exactly. So um that's all it was i just reached out to omar probably in like 2014 or something and just say hey man uh you want some wrist wraps and slingshots and then we just became friends from there that's kind of everybody i met like yeah. you name it like uh our homegirl katie katie ann rutherford yeah. like, everybody i just reached out and then the, luckily for me we got to i either got to interview them or lift right. weights or the gym then you become friends um and my latest project yeah, is podcasting with omar and uh like you kind of said that's that's my favorite thing to do so you just get to like one, you get to choose who you do it with because it's your podcast. True. <laughs> Two, you just get to like chat and, and basically it's just a conversation with, with hopefully friends or yeah. people I think that are interesting. True story. True story. Yeah, man. That Omar, he's, that dude's a, he's a character. Jeez. Yeah, he's wild. He's, he's just the same too. Like everyone thinks it's like a little bit of an actor or something. Like once you meet him, he's out of his mind. Yeah, man. That dude's a, he's a, he's a. He's a different breed, man. I met him like the, my last time I was in Toronto, man. He was just, you know, and he actually came to me like, he's like, yeah, I don't know if you know me. I'm going to introduce myself. I'm like, okay, yeah, because I don't know you. Like, <laughs> or, yeah, no one knows. Like, I'm this good dude, man. Like, that's, that's, yeah, y'all's a, <laughs> y'all's podcast is hilarious, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to um, get you on there. We just got to be in the same city. We're, We're trying, trying to do it uh, always in person. Yeah, that's fire, too, man. Like, that's, yeah. um, that's a hard thing to do, man. But, like, if you do it, it's so, like, it's just a different 
it's a completely different feel, man. Like I've done a couple of those live, and it's like, oh, so this is what it's like. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not at that level. Y'all got that? Yeah, that. Let me know how that works out. Cause yeah, dude, it's hard. Yeah, but that's why I was booking my flight this morning. I'm going to Toronto for a week, and we'll just try to bang out like probably ten episodes in like six days. Uh, it's a lot of work, but uh, like you said, it's a little bit different. I think it's, it's especially with three people, like with me, him, and a guest, or even two guests. Yeah. Uh, it's just easier to vibe in person. Oh yeah, it really is. I um, I've tried. I've done a couple with, with just three people, just you know, via Skype. I'm like, ah man, it's like you you almost have to like almost play like hopscotch. You know what yeah. I mean? But like in, in in person though, you you know you can kind of just vibe off everybody, and you know like somebody somebody will just get that that conversational momentum going. It's like yo, just go, you got it, go and do it, yeah. do it, do it. So that's what's up, man. I I um I'm excited. Exactly. Like I, I um. I think I, I I think like I'm always like they got anything dropping yet? Right, I'll come back in a minute. They got anything dropping? All right, they got something new. Like yo, know, so and I think that's cool. Like I mean, do y'all have like a set time when y'all drop them? Or you just drop them when you drop them for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. What we're trying to do is uh, two a week. That's what we're trying to do. Uh, yeah. So like uh, we went to the Arnold and we we only went to the actual expo for like half an hour because the rest of it we were in the Airbnb podcasting. I think we did. Like 15 podcasts in four days. Jeez. Yeah, I don't even know, dude. So we drop them every Tuesday and every Friday. Uh, and we've been going for about three months now. So we'll see how long that lasts. Bro, I mean, <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've been trying to get more uh, more of a set schedule, man. And honestly, I, I just started – everyone I've talked to that, that actually does them, they, they've all been on the, like, hey, man, you need to, you know, just try to just get as many as you can. And then you can decide yeah. when you put them out, which yeah. makes perfect sense. You know, I just me. I'm just kind of like, ah, man. I think I just, I'm just, I have, I just like in the mood when I want to do one. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what? I wonder what what so and so is doing. Let me hit it. Yeah, yeah. But then of yeah. course, you know, it's one of those things where people kind of more so now people like they they want to hear more about them or they want to hear you know they just want to listen to another podcast. Like, oh, when you when you when's another one coming out? So you can't necessarily do it when you want to. You almost have to give them like you know like this is a set schedule. So. Maybe yeah. I should subscribe to that and actually work a little bit harder, just amassing more and just like put them out whenever. Um, yeah, it's tough when you start to have like other things going on, you know, like if you're you, obviously you, you're competing at the geez. highest level. You're trying to still teach some uh, uh, powerlifting, teach yeah, some cheerleading, plus geez. content, plus like apparel stuff you do. Like yeah. all those little things, it seems little, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, it's you know the the weird thing, man. I think and I, I it's 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 crazy because like I talk to so many people about the same thing over and over is. The fact that you, you know, when I was working a regular nine to five, I dreaded waking up, but I did it, you know what I mean? Because you had to do it. You know, when I had a, like a, a, a real job, you do it because you have to do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, the bills get paid because you do it. And, you know, like, if I just keep doing it, you know, I'll keep getting paid. That's what's up. When I decide, like, you know what? I'm going to do me. I'm going to do my own thing. Bro, I feel like I get up earlier now than I ever did. <laughs> I mean, because if you don't work, you don't eat, you know, and I think it in I can't even say in this line of business, but just in this sector of industry. Like you one, you have to be just a little bit more innovative Two, you have to, you know, you just can't necessarily sleep because if yeah. you sleep, people are going to sleep on you. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, like it's like straight grind mode at all times, but it doesn't necessarily feel like grind mode until your body's like, yo, you need to slow down, you know, yeah. and and so like I. I hit one of those moments a couple of days ago where like like I was in the middle of squats, bro, and I literally the room just kinda started spinning. I'm like, word. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna sit down after I yeah. finish this set. But I like, guess it's just, you know, I mean, 
But at the end of the day, it's like you you got to get it because if you don't, someone else will. Yeah, well, and, I, was talking, and, I, I think it was Omar. I was talking to somebody about how maybe not. I forgot who it was. But the perfect actual job for a powerlifter is a nine to five because it's kind of basic, boring, or whatever. Yeah, because powerlifting is hard. Like to be at a top level powerlifting, like you need basic routine. Every like you day. said, when you're working for yourself or you're working kind of in whatever the heck it is that we do, yeah. uh, you, you don't have time to have no. a basic routine. Because if something pops up, like even Bart just hit me up. He's like, hey, next Monday you want to come down and shoot some stuff? I was like, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's six days away. I'm booking a flight to L.A. Like, if I was at the level of powerlifting you are, I probably couldn't do that because my training has to get in, my sleep yeah. has to get in, my nutrition has to yeah. get in. Like, I mean, it's way harder. And like, and that's the thing that suffers. Like my the training, no matter what the training is, it, it, it gets in. No matter what, don't care what I have to do, where I have to go, but it gets done. But it's just the sleep and nutrition part. That's the part that suffers. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you can only meal prep so much. You know what I mean? You can only, I mean, you got to be at home all the time, damn near. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you know, or have somebody bring your meals. And I'm like, I just, man, I, don't get me wrong. I love lifting. Everyone that does this, you know, we love lifting at some point. But, like, it's a part of my life, and it's a major part of my life. But, like, bro, I, I'm not going to stop living just for lifting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, because if, if that were the case, then right now I would be like, all right, cool, Mike. I would love to talk to you some more, but I got to get this hour nap in because I have to go get this, you know, I got to get the proper amount of recovery time in before I go train. But at the end of the day, man, it's like, if you want it, you're gonna get it regardless. You know what I'm saying? You want to get it sure. done, you're gonna get it done. So like I, you know, I just, I don't even know. I still can't explain that what I do. I can't even explain what I do to my mom still. You know what yeah. I mean? So so what is it that you do? I'm like, mom, if I if I could tell you, I would. Just you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, there's no one word for it. No, know? it really isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then at the same time, you know, you know, I think, I think like with any parent, they see how happy you are. You know, as opposed to you know maybe how happy. You weren't before, you know, and how, you know, and how when you're, like, I think every parent just wants you to, you know, to be taken care of, you know what I mean? And they yeah. want you to be happy. And so, like, I think, you know, my parents, like, you know, much like yours, they were super, or I should say, super, super supportive. And I feel like I get much more of a push from them now than I ever did, even when I played football and ran track. And it was like, now that I'm, I, the, the older I get, I feel like the more they're like, no, you got this right. You know, you can do this. I'm like, Thanks, dad. Yeah, appreciate it. Love you too. Like, it's, 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 yeah, it's kind of cool. You know what I mean? But then. Because for them, it's 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 more of a it's more of an unknown. So like all they can do is kind of wish you well and hope you do well. Um, yeah, they got no real advice because we're putting our face on the internet and yeah. <laughs> lifting weights. My dad, <laughs> my dad's like, what's gonna happen if somebody? What he said? Like, what if you get Kardashian? What if somebody just like decides that you're you're that you know you're that person that they're gonna follow and they decide like they just want to try to destroy you? Mike, Dad, like, let me tell you, if, if if somebody is just that adamant about trying to destroy me because of me lifting weights, then I made it. We made no, it. No, one hundred percent. That's a good thing. You need some. De- you need some devils and some haters. Like, bro, if, if if they're out to get me like that, I promise you. Then I'm probably a seven figure dude, and you're living. You're living comfortably, pops. I'm telling you that yeah, right I start, now. I started to count my trolls on YouTube because I know the more trolls I get, the bigger I'm growing. Jeez. So like, I got a few trolls, but I need more trolls. Like, bro, more trolls. I. It's the same as like the WWE, right? Like, yeah. You either got to come out and get a bunch of people cheering for you, or you got to come out and get a bunch of booze. Yeah. A bunch of booze, you're getting the same check as the guy. Exactly. The I had my first. I had my first uh, video that had like 10, 10, uh, 10 dislikes. I'm like, why you're can't you? What are you? What is not to like about this part? Like, you don't like this guy? Like, how do you not <laughs> like him? Like, what did he do to you? Like, you know what I mean? And then they'll like, I uh. I forget what they put. They put something across my girl. She went. She's like, I'm, de- I'm, I'm deleting this. I don't like this comment. I'm like, now you're deleting comments. That's how you feel. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, 
it's kind of cool, man. But it, it, for me, it's just like I think from I think I get more defensive when I see you know people go on my friend stuff and just try to hate. I'm like, but why though? Like, what did this person do to you? You know what I mean? Like, you send them a DM, they didn't answer it. Yeah, or, or, it's a huge social experiment. It's, it's kind of exciting to me. Like, it's psychology and like it's a sociology. It's all like mixed into what, like what a post is going to do well or what's oh, going to be trying to something else. Or like, if I tweet something, are people going to get pissed? Like, I kind of like it. Oof, man, I I can't. I some days I'm like, man, me. Like, I, you know, I I was I was laughing. I was telling my guys like, watch every single time if I post something about it and a kid's in it, oh, I'm golden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I post something like, hey, I just squatted seven. I remember like, I. I post like my first like seven hundred plus squad. I think like it may have like a thousand views and like two hundred likes. Then I posted one of me like literally holding this kid walking like walking out of the door. I'm like, wait, I'm getting like a thousand likes for this? Like this ain't even my we child. Can't, we can't relate. We can't relate to a seven hundred pound squad. That's why. I don't know what that feels like on my back, but we can relate to you hanging out with like your niece or something. Sheesh, man. I'm like these guys. Well, then okay, people can't relate. People can't relate to. Everyone can relate to lifting 135 pounds. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But here's my thing. I do 135, I might get 100 likes. Yeah. She does 135, she's going to get 1,000 likes off top. Yeah, like, come true. on, man. Get out of here. That's the sociology, dude. I don't know. I don't I'm understand like, that. I wish I had the recipe. I, man, I just, let me be, you know what I mean? Like, I, I was, I always like tease Nick and those guys like, you know what, man? I'm just going to start taking my shirt off, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, I'm a, just, he's just a hunk, dude. Yeah, man. I'm like, you know, I was like, I'm like, Russ, how 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 do I get 100? How do I get 100k? Do I need to take my shirt off? That's what I need to do. I mean, because I mean, I'm lifting weight. No, that's not working. I'm gonna take my shirt off. Okay, I, I'm gonna yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Like, because that bottle, you gotta make yourself a little uh, a little sweaty. Yeah, man. I'm about to do something. Oh, I got the sweat part down because I'm a fat ass. Like, I got the sweat part down. I'm straight. But yeah, man. I um uh, um. I just have a couple more questions, man. And I'm gonna get out of your hair, dude, because <laughs> yeah, we can literally yeah, be all day. Um, so, man, like, all right, I see the Reebok. I see you rocking the Reebok. You know what I'm saying? You know we're gonna get yeah, the man. shoes at some point. So, I like, so you, you know, you, you're a Reebok cat, huh? Yeah, yeah. Been uh, pretty lucky to work with Reebok for yeah. three or four years, maybe yeah. four years, going on five years. Uh, they stepped really hard in kind of the fitness world, um, and through Kelly Sturette. Uh, and CrossFit, and then through Mark and Kelly Strett, uh, they found me, and uh, yeah, it's been fun, man. Growing up, loving sneakers, like we talked about yeah, before, bro. loving Iversons, uh, to have a, a relationship with a big shoe company has been sick. It's Insane, been man. And you rep them well, bro. You like you rep them really well. Like as you know, it, it's it's uh it's it's funny because um shit, this this is a conversation I've actually had a couple times with one of my man because like he's dude, he's diehard Reebok, like he won't wear anything but Reebok, and. uh I was like, yeah, man. I said, like, you know, I was like, yeah, man. Uh, do you know Mike Parr? You know, Silent Mike. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's with Reebok now, bro. He's with Reebok now, Mike. Yeah, he's like, I told you, that's how we do. I told you, that's how yeah. we do. Like, it, it's yeah. it's it's crazy because, like, I'm dude. I'm telling you, like, you go to his closet, bro. Nothing but like classics and you know what I mean. Like Iversons. This dude's got like he's got like, the OG Shacks, like like that's the OG right. pumps. Like my first, my first official. You know, hundred dollar pair of sneakers. I paid. I, I'll never forget. I paid one hundred and eighty four dollars for the OG Reebok pumps. Yeah, with the, the o- D Browns, black and orange. No, the OGs. If they were oh, the, the they were the gray, the blue, the um, like they were like yeah the the OG Reebok pumps. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, first yeah. pump they put out, man. I yeah, remember, yeah. like I they're even higher top. They're like super yeah, high they were top. super high. Yeah, man, yeah. and. 
I remember we went to Foot Locker and I saw him like, Mama, please, please. <laughs> and the thing is, I this is this is straight up man to man. Like we were never like we would we never had like a hell of a lot of money. Like I would mow lawns, I would do whatever it took, you know, to save my portion. I'm like, well, if you can if you can afford half, then I'll try to find I'll find I'll try to find the other half. Yeah. And I was like, how about this? <laughs> my mom and I, you know, my mom she's she's a tall woman. Mom's like, we wear the same shoe size, and I like those shoes. We can share them. <laughs> this is no joke. That's I was, amazing. I was like, all right, Mama, we can do that. I was like, I will pay for at least half of them. <laughs> I didn't know what the price was. Because at the time, you know, Jordans were only like 100 bucks, 115 $120. Yeah. So I'm thinking these Reeboks are going to be around 100 120 bucks. So I had like $60. I was ready. We get to the, the counter, and, you know, I go and I get them. Like, hey, I want these size 9.5, size 10, whichever. doesn't matter. Guy goes, brings it back. And he goes, yeah, this is the last pair. I'm like, yeah, got it, got it. $184.55. What? $184? I was like, Mom, I don't got it. That's all I have. God, we'll get them anyway. So we got those things. And I honestly, I'll be honest with you, I never wore those out. I they there was my probably my first show I ever like just stocked and just stared yeah. at them. My mom wore them a couple times. I just could not bring myself to put my feet in those things and walk on pavement. Like I just I love them so much, man. I still have those. I still have them. That's dope. I still have those things, man. But yeah, man, they they, they finally started coming back with a bunch of them. There was like a little bit. Uh, the first like two years I was with them, they were really into fitness, and so they weren't like bringing up all these classics. But yeah, I think it was last year. Was like maybe it was the twentieth. I don't know what. Maybe thirtieth. Maybe it was the thirtieth anniversary of the Iversons. Of the all the Iversons. I think ninety, maybe ninety six or seven was the questions. Yeah, when they came out. Yeah. Yeah, so they they did a different question for every month last year. Dude, I was like a different colorway. Yeah, they got they got a lot of my money. I mean, I, yeah. I always <laughs> like those OG dudes, man. <laughs> Here lately, they've been a lot because like I, they have so many of those classics that are, they keep dropping. I'm like, oh, that's fire! Yeah. I actually yeah. bought. I got mad. Like I, uh, you know, shout out to Reebok by the way because you <laughs> probably got. You, I know you got some hate mail from me last month because <laughs> I ordered a. I ordered a pair of. Uh, um, they came out those those Grinches, the Fury Grinches, the Fury Pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. came out with those, and it just it was a surprise drop that came out of nowhere. So I'm like, I'm getting, I'm getting a pair. I'm gonna get two pairs. So I got me a pair. I was gonna get my girl a pair, and uh, so I was like, all right, well, I think she's like six and a half, something like that. You know, or my ten, or the six. Go to the cart. Go to pay. Sorry, your your uh, your cart has been whatever, whatever. I look, I'm like, wait, there's only the six and a half in there. Wait, where's the ten? Where's the ten? Oh no. Man, dude, they sold out that fast. Maybe three minutes, maybe. Wow. But this is the thing: they, it's somebody, I don't know how, but I'm in the process of paying. I literally am clicking. So yeah. how is it from the time that I click to the time that the the the, the, the new splash plates comes up that somebody takes it out of my cart? So I, I, mean, I was I remember living. that back in the day though, trying to get Jordans that way, and just shit would disappear, errors Bro. would pop up, your browser wouldn't load. I'm just freaking out, slamming my laptop. I man, that's the first time that's happening. But not, not with Reebok, like Reebok, even there's been a couple like limited like those uh um oh the, they had some uh the, the Omni pumps the uh the the orange joints that I have. I ordered those yeah, and they, yeah. they went they went away pretty quick. They were going. Are they were, like the they're like the Halloween ones? Or the something. Halloween, yeah, the yeah, Halloween yeah, yeah. editions. Though they they did that, but I I still was able to get those. But these for some man I don't know how. So I called 
And the guy's like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, and I told him, he's like, well, that, that doesn't sound right. I'm like, I know, right? I was like, so <laughs> here's the thing. I know those shoes are still in stock. They haven't, they haven't been shipped off. I'm telling you exactly what happens. You can look at my, you, know, you can look at my bill and see where, you know, you know, you can look at, I, I'll show you the splash page. I'll show you everything. Like I was, I had everything. I screenshot everything. And he's like, yeah, man, let me see what I can do. Comes back five minutes later. Yeah, man, that's sold out. I was like, I know that. That's what I'm telling you. Man, those things, were, it was a wrap. So I was like, all right, you know, no big deal, whatever, man. Now I got to think about it. I was like, wait a minute. Bro, I literally, I buy at least 10 pair of Reebok a year. Nah, man, nah, that's not going to slide. So I write this letter. Bro. So let me tell you something. I'm so unofficial. I'm not formal at all in anything in my life, but unless it comes to writing a letter. I will write a letter for on anything. So yeah. I'm writing this long formal letter to Reebok about like how I've been, you know, I I was one of your your first OG purchasers of the pump, and I bought the I I, I took the whole I took it back, man. I took it back like to 1995, 96, thinking like you know what, maybe like you know what, this yeah, guy maybe. really he really needs these. All I yeah. wanted was the Grinches, man. You know what I mean? The thing is, what 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 did it was I mean I think that like those fears like normally like 120, 140. I think those Grinches I think they're like a 160. Dude, they were on sale for like 30 bucks. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. After right. discount and everything else, I'm like, oh wow. So like they must have had a lot left in stock. So I'm like, man, I'm trying to get these things. And I told him, I was like, dude, I don't even care about the sale. I will pay. I will pay like retail for them. I just want these shoes. I've wanted these forever. I, I was on the the mailing list when they got restocked, and I didn't even get the restock message. I it was just it just happened. I just happened to to get an update uh, from um, I think Sneaker Steel or something. I'm like, oh, let me get these. Man, <laughs> you I go don't through even... uh, Reebok's website itself. No, I didn't. I didn't even get it for Reebok. I got it. Yeah, because from... I was gonna say there's like a bait. I think Bait New York. They yeah. carry a lot of Reeboks. Uh, yeah. I was trying to get the. Uh, they did the Stranger Things Ghostbuster. Yeah. Uh, and those sold out. Same thing, like ten minutes. And that's even with my hookup. I'm texting my guy, like, "Hey, bro, get me these." And he's like, "I can't." And he's literally in Reebok oh, headquarters. Man. He's like, "Bro, they're selling. Like, we can't do anything in here." Yeah, that like, that one hurt my heart. And I think I tried to get the Kendricks. Yeah. Couldn't get those. Those hurt my heart. I'm like, man, Reebok, what are you doing to me? And I think, I think all it was was this was the this was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you, like of all of all shoes, this is the one. The Grinch is the one that just does, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. man. I, I mean, I, I feel like it's a it's a it's definitely a good look, man. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, I feel like Reebok's that type of it's it's that type of shoes. Like, you know, you gotta you don't necessarily have to have a lot of style, but you have to like. You have to have some swag to like to rock Reebok. You know what I mean? Like I feel like any old person rocks Nikes. I mean, yeah, and I'm yeah. just being honest. Any old person rocks Nikes, and like, I right, it yeah. is what it is. But I've noticed the people, <laughs> at least in my circle, that rock that rock rock Reebok, they they tend to have like a kind of higher degree of swag. You know, it's yeah, kind of one of those things. At least some of that comes from like Europe and stuff. Like Reebok's still killing it in Europe. They're oh like, yeah, what, right, what right. Adidas is doing here, Reebok's doing over in the UK. You yeah, know? so like. I've always kind of been, because of basketball and hip-hop and whatever, I've always kind of been into fashion. I don't even know why, just because I guess it's part of the culture. So Yeah. Yeah, this, that's just the, the classic leathers. Uh, even some of those Kendricks. Those Kendricks are, like, the only ones I have dead stock right now in my closet. Just the same thing. I can't, like, wear them. I'm like, well, one, Kendrick left. Uh, yeah. So, like, who knows what's going to happen with these things. They're going to be worth something in a while. Oh, yeah, for and sure. Two, they're just so pretty. They're hard to get. Man, me, I'm, I can't. I just, you know, I just, I don't know, man. At this point, I'm just like, dude, just... Just give me these wrenches, man. I, I know it's like I, I'm so butthurt about those things, but like I said, there's not a lot of shoes that I just like lose my mind over, man. And 
you know, those are ones I lost my, my mind over. Um, they do, Reebok always comes out with like, I feel like at least once a year they come out with a shoe, you're like, oh. Yeah. And like, they've been killing with those, like with the leather classics, man. Dude, I don't even, they've taken so much of my money. Like so much of my money. Like I, those are just like a great like everyday shoe. Like they really are. I mean, they kind of wear whenever. But you gotta have swag to wear them because, like, I mean, like I said, there's not. You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I feel like the person that would get the classics, the same type of person that would try to rock some Cortez classics. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can rock some Cortezes, but I mean, you gotta have swag to rock Cortezes. But you really, I feel like, in my opinion, you have to have legit swag to rock some classics because like everybody try, you can't just rock it with anything like there's a yeah. certain you know what I mean like there's a certain thing you know there's certain shirt certain pair of shorts yeah. certain set of socks is needed you know what I mean uh, like and if it's not laced right you're like oh you're trying too hard yeah that's kind of why I like it too and you even like have to know what's going on because you don't just fall across those shoes like you fall across uh, some Nike yeah. free run Oh yeah, or some whatever you know, fly knits or something. Yeah, you, you just come across that and you start rocking. But yeah. you don't just come across some classics. Like you, no. you pinpoint those. You, you gotta go find them. Like yeah, I, there's a couple stores that they they have them out. I'm like, oh man, but then they don't have my size. They they came out the. Um, I mean, I got these these navy these navy navy leather, leather classics. They're fire, but they had uh, these these maroon leather joints that I was trying to get with the gum bottom. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you right now, I'll fight an infant to get these kicks. Yeah. And I, I, they don't have them in my size, man. They have them in every size, but like, man, no one, no one with a size fourteen plus is gonna wear those shoes anyway, <laughs> and no one with a size seven and below is gonna wear those shoes. Like, but everybody in between, we, we, I suffer. Yeah, so gone. yeah, but yeah, man, I, I, I think my favorite Reebok are uh, ventilators. You know the ventilators? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's probably my favorite Reebok. If I had to wear it, like every day or whatever, those are, that's a tough jeans. looking shoe too, man. Those are yeah. like super, super tough looking. Because I yeah, think I like, like the ventilators, they um. They're like that. They have that such a like, they have such a classic silhouette. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just like, you know, I mean, and you can you can't almost wear them with everything, but you can wear them with like enough stuff. Like, all right, I see what you did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can go ahead. I think I posted a picture of them uh, back probably a couple years ago. A pair of ventilators I had. I think Ed Cohen messaged me said he used to listen to those like back back in the day because they're like a straight tennis shoe, right? Like, yeah. Have, like, what else are you going to use in the whatever eighties? Like, you just grab a tennis shoe and you start lifting it. I, I watched. I was I was cracking up on Ed once. He had on some. Uh, he, he was doing a. Is when I did this. Is when I first started trying to like really you know get get decent at my lifting. I went on YouTube and he he's doing a seminar on how to deadlift and, and he was uh, demonstrating how you know he does this his hybrid deadlift or whatever. And he's in a pair of uh, oh ninety two. There's it was ninety two Jordan sevens. There were sevens. The Olympics. I was like, what? Edge yeah, Jada. He had That's on some. Amazing. Yeah, he had on. It was like the. It's some, it was some sevens, man. Like the ninety twos. <laughs> I'm like, these are Olympic sevens, bro. Like where? Yeah. Like I see you swagged up, and like, I didn't even yeah, know him at the time. Yeah, man. Chicago, so, yeah, have. dude. So I just, shit. He probably they probably Jordan probably gave him to him. Hell no, that you know. <laughs> like there you go. But yeah, man. I um, I uh. Oh shit! That's the question I was gonna ask you, bro. Because I this is no joke. This is when I was like, I got to fuck with Mike super hard after this. When, I mean, you already been with Reebok for a minute. Um, when you did the, uh, <laughs> when you did that, uh, that dance, that dance joint with Chachi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I mean, I'm a, you know, I mean, I mean, I know you cut a rug and everything, bro. Like, I, I mean, bro, I'm such a, I'm such a dance fiend. It's, are you? 
insanity. Like, yeah, I, do I follow that chick since she was like a baby? You know, so like she's still a baby. She's like twenty one. Yeah, like, but when she was like, she was like thirteen when I first started. Like, yeah. you know, like, like, like people in her journey, or whatever, man. Like, I'm a, I was like, I'm a huge fan still, but I was like, what? This yeah, dude is out there. Like, I'm, this is no joke. I remember I called Ryan. I was like, bro, Mike is out here doing it, dude. Like that. <laughs> That alone for me, where I was like, all right, man, like I fuck with Buddy for real. Like that was that was yeah, huge. Yeah, dope. She's super cool, dude. I was a little nervous too because I kind of obviously knew who she was, and then the Reebok kind of made it happen because she right. was with them. Uh, but then I started watching a bunch of her videos. I was like, shit, like she's real. She's like, real. I, same thing. Like I dig around. I watch some music videos and dance, but like she could dance. She's real, then, real. I think my guy, because uh, we had like different managers at Reebok, my guy like sold me really well, like telling her person like, oh no, Mike can dance. Like when you tell a dancer someone can dance, like that's different than me saying like, I could dance. Yeah. It's so different. And so we show up and she has a whole routine ready. And so like they ended up cutting up the video so it looks good. But I'm sitting there just hella nervous. Like, like, and I was real with her. I was like, Chachi, I can't do any of this. Whatever you're trying to make me do right now, I can't do that. I can't count. I don't know what boom chop, boom chop means. Yeah. Like, I don't know what... <laughs> I can't do any of that, dude. Uh, I was like, Chachi, we're going to need a lot of editing to make oh, yeah. this so good. Yo, we were like three hours, and I didn't learn anything because I'm just so bad. It was hard. Dude, yeah. I, man, hey, man, listen. The power of editing, bro. Like, that's... that's yeah, it is. That's, uh... Oh, wait. Oh, you're... Um... Oh, uh... Your man, Connor. That's your... That's your... Andrew? Is, uh, oh, Andrew? Uh, oh, no, no. Uh, my video editor. Yeah, 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 yeah Connor. Bro, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'm I'm so I'm so random. I'm so random in these things, man. Like, I, yeah. bro, that dude, jeez, man. Like, I think that's been my my thing here. The last, I mean, people people that follow me, they know like how I get down. Like, I, I mean, as as much as I'm a fan of 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 you guys in front of the camera, dude, the guys behind the camera, the guys, you know, behind the the editing, bro. Like, shout out to Connor, dude. He's He's a beast. Bro, he's nasty with it, man. He's a beast. Yeah, I'm trying to move him up here right now. That's where we're in the process of. Uh... Trying to get a new place to live, and then yeah. he's graduating from Berkeley, uh, UC Berkeley. So I'm trying to move him up here uh, so he can live with me and just smash away content. That dude is—he's a realist, man. Like I, that kid is—I'm gonna put—I'm gonna put—I'm gonna put his uh, his info up too, so you guys can yeah, check yeah, him yeah. out because he's he's nasty with it, man. There's there's a few of those young guns out here, man, that just they're like they literally black out you know when they get behind the editing software yeah. i'm like what like connor's one chad nutter's one zach yeah. kravitz is one brandon is one um yeah, cool, a lot of them are like self-taught too and yeah like that's the crazy sure. part like, yeah connor literally just youtubes it or podcasts it or whatever and learns yeah. how to do it. i'm like shit yeah, that's how you know and of course me you know i i think I, I was actually talking to zach i'm like man i just i need help he's like yeah man so let me know we'll get you right i mean i'm yeah. freaking Car same way. I'm like, hey man, like, how do you do this? Like, oh man, just DM me. I'll tell you. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, man. It's yeah. Shout out to all you, all, all, all those boys out there behind that, behind that camera, behind that editing software, man. Because you guys, you guys are real MVPs. Yeah, they're. Working, I'm trying bro. to do it on my own, and I suck, bro. Like, literally, I even did it for a year, it's hard. It's it it's hard. hard, man. It really is. You mean you, you know, you kind of find what you can do. Like, I've literally found what I can do, and I stick with it. I venture yeah. a little bit away from it. I'm like, nah, that's not that's not how it's supposed to be. And I go right yeah. back to, to square one. But yeah, man, shout out to Connor for real. Um, all right, I'm gonna ask you these questions, bro, and we'll get out of here, man. Um, all right. all right, all right. So everybody knows this. I ask the same questions over and over. So if you were stuck on an island, what are yeah. three things that you would take with you? 
I don't know, man. Some I need some kind of music device. So I wouldn't used to say whatever, like a iPod. I don't even know what people use anymore. But now you Spotify. So whatever, whatever can play me some Spotify. Okay. Um, I'll probably bring. I might bring my PlayStation. That's a real good waste of time if I'm bored on an island. True story. And then I don't know if this is possible or bending the rules, but I'll probably bring a Chipotle with me. The whole Chipotle building. It just places down there. <laughs> Are you yeah, you about you, you that about Chipotle of, life like that, bro? I eat a lot of Chipotle, Chipotle and Chick Fil A. Are probably the only right now. I live in like the suburbs, so there's no like like real food. You yeah, know? like that's why I'm excited. I'm trying to move more downtown where I can get some like mom and pop type places. But out here, that's all there is, and that's all I eat. So if I could throw down a Chick Fil A or Chipotle, PlayStation. <laughs> Spotify, I'll be pretty set. Jeez, all right, cool. I'm, I'm with that. I mean, I can't even be mad at you about like, hey, you know what? To each his own. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask one more island question because I feel like this is actually this is actually a good one. Um, if you had to take one one album with you, you can only take one album. You can't take Spotify. You can yeah. only take one album. What one album would you take with you? This this is not uh, what my favorite album is, and it's not what the best album is. But what I might take with me, uh, it might be Nas and Damien, uh, Distant Relatives, because because there's a mix on there. You kind of have like some hip hop songs, yeah. but you also have some like island vibe songs, yeah. a little more reggae. So if I'm on an island, uh, and there's even some like slower, almost R&B-ish songs on there. So I might go with something like that, just because the versatility of it. True story, true, true, true. Um, or something classic, like a Bob Marley album or something. Yeah, that you can always just vibe to. Uh, even like a Stevie Wonder or a Bill Withers. Yeah, something of that nature where I could really chill. Yeah, Ryan know, had me man. tripping. I think Ryan. I think like Ryan said, like he was actually he he actually he picked. I think Ziggy Stardust is what he picked. Yeah, really? a, David, a David Bowie joint. Um, because you know, because it was that there was that that glam rock that that eighties. Yeah, yeah. That that late seventies, eighty, you know, early eighties, man, when they had they, they had the androgynous, uh, androgynous look and and you know like those like you know those singers do they had to be able to sing that I mean and all that that style of, of music back in that day was like it had a little bit of hip hop had a little bit of rock and it had a lot of pop in it so it, it was a little bit of everything and he goes well I don't know how long I'm gonna be on the island this is true he goes, so yeah. if I'm there for a long time I need something I can listen to because classic yeah so, yeah I'm like dude I my, I'm still probably would have gone with like a a Wu Tang Triumph because it's a double CD, and I, I, I literally yeah, would have yeah. done with something like that. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. I never really got into Bowie. Uh, I really like Queen. I listen oh, to yeah. a lot of Queen. Uh, similar world. Uh, yeah. Maybe I need to get Bowie more of a rock. Dude, Bowie's that. He's that. Honestly, man, like, I think Bowie. It, it's just hard because, like, you, you, you get. It's almost like you, if you get one, you almost get them all. Even though you don't necessarily get them all, but you you know you listen to a little bit of Queen, you hear you you hear a little bit of that you know that 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 boom and bap, a little bit of that thump you know in Queen, and you know Freddie Mercury's voice can pretty yeah. much lace any music to be one hundred with you. And then you know David Bowie, he's you know he is he has a deeper baritone man, and it's just like he was always you know always on like some some next level in terms of just like uh, all right, so now you're outer space, all right, cool, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like so it's kind of like you know I mean he's kind of on some you know at just. I don't know. He was, you know, I, I feel like he was almost like the outcast of. <laughs> he's like the, yeah. the the outcast of, of of that glam rock era. Like he's just always on some like some next level. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was always a, you know, I've just always been a big music fan all together. And so for me, I never, I never found anything that like, oh, I'm gonna rock with this guy. I was always like, you know what, 
what's going to give me chills and whatever music at that point gave me chills. Like I still, to this day, that's how I rock. Like, I mean, I don't, I think me and um, Eric um, Conrick, we talked about, we, we talked about music at length, but I'm like, even now, like if it doesn't move me, I don't, I don't care if it's, it's mumble rap. I don't care if it's, yeah. you know, the classic, if I don't, if I don't get moved by it, I don't mess with it. You know what I mean? And so yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I've been really on some just, I've been like on a lot of classics. I've been like dipping back to the crates, listening like to Big L and KRS One and fucking like stuff that I honestly at the time I didn't even listen to back in the day. Right. Like I'm just now starting to really like really rock with a lot of that stuff. You know, what I mean, um, a lot of like the old school common, a lot of like most deaf and and you know Talib Kweli and, and a lot of just like stuff that I guess was essentially you know backpacker stuff back in the day. So um, that and freestyles, dude. I'm a freestyle fiend. Like, I'll listen yeah, to freestyles. I'll get caught up on YouTube uh, in the freestyles, like different interviews or, Jeez, or whatever. Man. I get caught up. Like, there's so many. This, I mean, and for me, that's my thing. Like, if, if you are if you don't have a 16 in terms of your freestyle, then I don't listen to you as an artist. I'm like, because you don't even, you don't even have, yeah. you know, you can't even. I, is this so, even Drake, even though Drake may not be, he might be a, 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 a lyric stealer and all that stuff. I don't care. You know, when the time came for him, Drake to have to spit a 16, he did. It yeah. wasn't the greatest, yeah, yeah. but he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. How even even Migos just tried to spit a sixteen, and it's been horrible. But yeah. they've done they it. Went after it. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. But then you get cats like this little Yachty and like all these cats. Like they literally will do, like they won't. They will do everything they can to avoid doing a high sixteen. So I mean, I think for me, I think the 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 youngest cat that I've been rocking with real heavy, solely based off of his his freestyle ability, was Vince Staples. And now I'm such yeah, a yeah. god, dude. If you ever get a chance to listen to any. Vince Staples has one, I think his first freestyle he did on Sway in the Morning. Murders it. What about our boy uh, Shia LaBeouf? He actually is pretty decent. Well, not bad. <laughs> He's actually pretty decent. Like, you not can't even bad, be, dude. you can't be mad at him. Honestly, when I, when I, when I see like Shia LaBeouf, I'm like, oh, dude, I mean, he actually spits harder than a lot of, you know, a lot of these, you know, these, these so-called rappers, you know what I mean? So, I mean. He's, yeah, he's he's nice. Right. Damien Lillard's really nice. Damien's really nice. He's uh, super nice. Yes, Shia's flow was a little off, but yeah. like lyrically, it wasn't. Literally, bad. he was like he's on point. Uh, what's his face? I've actually downloaded a couple of his songs. Um, um, Iman Shumpert. Shumpert. I've heard. Yeah, I've heard. He's pretty. Uh, I've he, heard. It. I've heard Damien. Uh, for yeah, sure, Damien. Damien's uh, nice. I don't know. That there's a there's a another another uh, player in the league that I know of that's as nice as is is literally. Ever, maybe. Because everybody like, had an album. It was pretty bad. Shaq, Kobe. Shaq, yeah. Shaq's was horrible. Kobe's was horrible. Um, yeah. But even though I will, I, I think they did an interview on Shaq uh, in his, uh, him putting together his albums. He, like, he did, he wrote all his own stuff. And yeah, yeah. he, like, he, and they say he was a perfectionist in the booth. Like, he wouldn't stop till he felt it was right. You know what I mean? And I think that, that first album, I, I had it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll admit I had it because he had Method Man on it. Um, oh, I didn't even know that. That's yeah. Great. He's got a song called, it's called No Hooks, right? It's on my playlist as we speak. Like, I, I still play hilarious. it to this day. It's called No, it's like something like No Hooks or We Don't Need No Hooks or something like that. And um, Shaq does his part, and but he, he has uh, he has the RZA. Uh, he has a few of them. Yeah, he has a few of the, I think RZA, I think he has Ghostface and he has uh, Meth Man. That's dope. That's probably a good song, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I mean, up, yeah. that's when he started calling himself Shaq Fu. Yeah, Because yeah, he was yeah, like, he was kicking with the Wu-Tang Clan real heavy. I mean, you know, it is what it is. All right, man, I'm going to get you this last question, man. I'm going to get get you out of here, bro. All right, so um, everybody knows, like I always ask, man, um, if you got cornered in an alley, man puts a gun to your face and is like, hey, man, I need you to either spit a hot 16 
or sing a hook in a song or you're a dead man? Could you do either or? I uh, I I, uh, I think I got a couple songs that I right. pull out. Um, this song I forgot what it's called. I think it's called a thing called Love by the Darkness. Ah, it's like a wannabe Queen song, and I think I'd choose something of that nature, just because hopefully I'd make the guy laugh right before he shot me or stabbed me. Uh, number two might be I might go into like a, a Michael Jackson and try to dance and outperform him true, so he doesn't true, stab true. me. Um, and if I had to spit something, I think I think if, if the pressure was really on, I could probably freestyle at least eight bars. That would that can you would freestyle eight bars right now? That's the question. Dude, I can't. I can't. I can't. I need more preparation. You need, I need more, more prep. Preparation. I need right. more prep and more caffeine. This uh, next interview, when we have you on the Mama's Voice, we'll spit. We'll spit. I will spit. Like, I'll spit all day. I don't even care. Like I'll embarrass myself. I don't care at this point, man. <laughs> but Mike, I dude, I I honestly I appreciate your time, man. Um, True, like I said, I mean, I know you're busy, man. I know you got a lot of stuff going. So, man, I won't take you up, up, up more uh, of your time, man. But I do appreciate your time and, you know I mean, just sitting down and chatting with you, boy. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. I'll, I'll give you forewarning. You know what I mean? You'll have to spit. But, yeah, man, I, I'll I do. Be ready. I'll be ready to wrap next time. All right, man. I appreciate your time, bro. I'll, uh, I'll get uh, I'll get at you a little bit later, man. But, like I said, I'll. Uh, um, where can you be reached? Where can people find you? Mama's Boys Podcast uh, with Omar. Uh, Silent Mike find me on youtube mostly uh, a little bit of instagram and then hopefully in a, a city near you these boys say a little bit of instagram you know how much followers this dude has yeah <laughs> a little bit of instagram again humble he's humble like the humble the humble humble champion here but yeah man I'll, I'll make sure i get all that stuff up man and um i'll shoot you a link and all that good stuff man but i do like i said more than anything i really appreciate your time and efforts man and bro keep impacting the culture keep inspiring Thanks, people bro. like myself man and, and i'll let you make your way bro Good chat with you, dude. All right, man. You have a good one. Thanks, bro. Later, buddy. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I thought I would enjoy it. Um, like I said, it was a good time. So if you want to see more of these, like, comment, subscribe, tell your people about them. Um, I mean, we have a few episodes in, a few episodes in now, you know what I'm saying? So I know Ricky to it, but uh, we're trying to make things better, man. So if you have any suggestions, any people that you want to see, please comment it. Let me know. Send me an email at lsmcclain, um, lsmcclain7 at gmail.com. And dude, we'll try to get some of those people, man. I'll reach out to as many people as possible. If there's some people that, that you feel like uh, you would like to hear me talk to, send them my way. It'd be cool to talk with as many people as possible because I think this is fire and I really, really, really enjoy this. Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, man, I think I think, I think think it's a wrap, man. Um, you want any cool gear? Any lsmcclain gear? McClain Circle gear? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, you can easily find that at ellismcclain.com. If you want coaching, ellismcclain.com. If uh, you know, want to know what my life's about, ellismcclain.com. And you know, uh, well, you should be Gucci, man. Um, this is this is fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, like I said, the subscription thing—it's down there somewhere. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so I think it's down there or down there. I don't know. It's one there. But yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. We'll keep turning them out. As long as you guys keep loving it. Peace out.